If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. This ATL Jago, I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Fake love, can you keep it real? If you got a problem with me, tell me how you feel. All right, so we got ATL Jacob off the porch with us today. ED, how you feeling today, bro? I feel good working, going up. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, appreciate you coming by, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just want to start it off, kind of get your thoughts on the George Floyd killing and the protests that are going on George right now. George Floyd killing, man. When I first seen the video of the, um, when they executed him, I call it execution because uh, the officer knew what he was doing, choking him to death. He looked at him. I could see it in his face. I mean, so it was like, it wasn't right. I feel like, I feel like if I was there, I probably would have done did something to them officers to get myself killed anyway. Because I always think about that. If I see something like that, I probably, I won't have no choice but to just jump in and, you know, help my people. Not even just my people, anybody in trouble. But I, it ain't right. I was out there protesting until I almost passed out. So, you know, I couldn't stand out there for too long. Yeah. A little tired. Hmm. Yeah. What were the crowds like out there? Man, they wasn't too wild or nothing. They um I seen a man faint outside. He passed out. Hmm. I threw some water on his face, but I kept walking. Um other than that, they weren't really too crazy. They were peaceful, you know. Yeah. A couple of folks doing donuts. But the police, uh, I was out there, it's crazy because the police they um they blocked off the streets around curfew time where you couldn't even leave out. So they blocked off the streets. So like 30 minutes before curfew, they blocked off the streets. So if you wanted to drive out, you couldn't even drive out. Oh, shit. Like, everybody was with their 
they zip ties and shit ready to ready to lock anybody up. So it was crazy. I got out of that though. Yeah. Yeah, running for the police, that's a sport. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, it seems like when the curfew comes, they were kind of setting people up. They were just waiting. Yeah. I want I ain't, I won't worry about no curfew. I don't think I ever I ain't been on curfew since what, middle school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, so, yeah. I ain't starting no curfew. Yeah. All right, let's take it back with your story. You're Atlanta native, right? Yeah, from the South Side. South Side. Yeah. Okay. What was it like growing up on the South Side? Shit, a lot of trouble. <laughs> My mom, she tried to, like, you know, keep me away. Like, don't go there, don't go there. But I ain't like any other nigga. You don't listen, you just learn. Whatever you go through, you just learn by yourself. But, so you learn the shit, and then people around you, so you learn from them too, from seeing them go through it. Like, shit, free all my niggas. And rest in peace all on too. So, how old were you when you first jumped off the porch? I ain't gonna say I. Yeah, I, yeah, I basically did. I mean, I was well when I really left my mama house. It was like the right before, really right after high school graduation. Okay. And she was all about me finishing school. But then, like, after that, I just, after graduation, I just left. And I was barely home. Hmm. Like, I ain't going to say I was kicked out of the house. But, like, I chose not to go back to the house. So I was just running the street. Like, yeah. Like, you could call it I was homeless. But I was just doing my thing. Like, I went, I had a home to go to, but I chose not to go to it because I was out out in the street working. So yeah. it was like that. What's one of the biggest life lessons you learned about growing up on the side? One of the life lessons, um, be patient. Patience. Shit. Every time I rush on something, it goes straight. But then when you be patient, man, it's like everything just falls into place like a puzzle. It just falls into place perfect. Yeah. So I learned how to be patient a lot, too. Not rush anything. Yeah. What had uh, motivated you to start making beats while you were in high school? Um, it was really like... The end of the end of middle school, I had got kicked out of the house, so I just, you know, started. Um, I, I would, it was, we had a little click in the hood, it was like different little clicks. Really, everybody fought with each other, so we all wanted to rap, and I didn't want to rap on no YouTube beats, so I started making beats. So started off like that, and then just progress yeah. from the phone to the laptop, and kept going, just learning. Who were some of your musical influences when you first started? Metro, for sure. I say Metro, Metro, Zato, and and the whole way to Mafia, really, <laughs> for sure. Uh, and then Future, yeah, Future. I've been listening to Future since elementary. Yeah. So it just really like that whole the whole circle I'm in. I was watching them since elementary before I even knew I was gonna make beats. And I just happened to do this, you know, fuck with them. So it's crazy that fell into a place like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who were some of the first rappers to jump on your beats? Was it uh, just you and your clique then? First rappers as a major, just period. Just period, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> man, it was a nigga uh, in the hood like that when my beats was the worst in the world. <laughs> he got down. He always, Brett always told me I was goddamn gonna be lit. It was um, Henry. He he went by Rory Boy. He was he named Rory from uh, back from back then. But you know, like me, Playboy Cardi, Troy, you know that all of us like we we were from down there. So 
They ain't never rap on my. I don't even think they like my beats back then. <laughs> well, I, I'm still. I still talk to them and shit. Yeah. Well, back then it was Rory. He was rapping on every beat I made. Hmm. And he hit them like twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, for a beat. Were you self-taught, or did you have someone to kind of teach you how to I, make beats? I taught myself. Hmm. I, I um, I'd be in school making beats like, instead of listening to the teacher. Be in school. That was around the time. I was trying to like you know. I was changing my life for the better, so I was in the school making beats, just trying to progress. I knew where I was going to be at, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So who was the big, first big artist that you got a placement with? Uh, oh, my first big placement was Lil Dirt 2.5, Story 2.5. But other than that, I had, like, I had, like, um, I had stuff that wasn't out. Like hmm. Montana 300, he was. I think that was the first big rapper rapping on my shit. Oh Montana yeah, Montana 300, yeah, like years and years ago, hmm. 2015. So, how do you I, get a hold of your beats? With Montana, Montana, yeah. I DM'd him. He replied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was hard. So I was excited. So I was just sending him beats. He rapped on them, but they wasn't coming out. Cause they, you know, I was still learning at the same time, but they were cool. Yeah. What's your creative process like now? Um, find the sound I like. No, no, no. Yeah, I find the sound I like. I just play on the piano, just play different in different uh keys. Yeah, I find here's something I like that I played on accident. I just play it in the um into a beat. Yeah, and just add drums to go crazy. Hmm. Do you prefer to cook up by yourself or with people around you? I love cooking up. Oh, yeah. Like, when people around me, yeah, it motivate me to just go make the hardest shit. But then if I'm by myself, like, the beat's still going to be hard, but I won't think they hard. But if everybody around me, the beat will be, it'll be hard, and then <laughs> the people around me make it even harder. Yeah. So then I just go, yeah, just keep going. Just kind of vibe off. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Their energy too. Yeah. Make a beat. Yeah. Uh, how would you define your sound, your production style? My sound um, is more like mellow. Like even when I try to make like them turnt beats, hype beats, they'll be up tempo, but they'll still be super mellow. Or not even super mellow, just more mellow. But I still try to give it good energy. Yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts on other producers making ATL Jacob type? If you want legendary service, if you, you want, want sweeter, sweeter discounts, discounts, drop under the limit. 
Saved by bundling auto and home with insurance. I beats. I love it. It show got you know, It show my progress and that I'm moving up. So it show that people that I inspire the youth, and not even just the youth, other producers coming up. All right, talk to us about this new 808 you made recently. Oh, this new 808? Uh, so far, as of today, TM88, he the only nigga, he the only other nigga with the 808 for now. But I'm gonna, I ain't gonna drop, everybody keeps talking about drop a drum kit. And I don't wanna, but I'm gonna drop the drum kit in here. People gonna, they gonna be thinking that they got the sauce. Then they gonna, Another reason they ain't dropped the drum kit yet, they just think I'm putting them same sounds that everybody else put in a in their drum kit. Hmm. But it's really gonna be my real sounds that I make from from like microphone. Hmm. But that um yeah, but that 808, something crazy. It, it ain't the spins 808 either. People yeah. think I just made an 808 from the spins 808. Hmm. Nah, I made the 808 from a sign, uh, um, just regular sign. You know? Pitched it all the way low and just made a brand new way to wait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I see people in high demand for this 808 just to hear it. <laughs> you know, Man, I got I got some songs coming out soon on it. Yeah. It sound hard too. Hmm. I got oh, a couple of places. I'm gonna see if they keep place though. Okay. Okay. Um, I saw on Twitter you once made 36 beats in one day. Yeah. Um. And I tried to do it again. On live, on YouTube live, my computer ended up, <laughs> it crashed that day. <laughs> now, yeah, the most beats I made in the day were like, yeah, 36. Hmm. It was, um, I need to pull up, I'm gonna pull up the files one day too and just post it because people probably think I'm lying. Hmm. I really made 36 beats in one day. But uh, a lot of them was loot, but uh, no, I almost said a lot of them, maybe like half of them was loot, half of them was what I played out. Yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts on producers using loops? My thought, whatever float your boat. Yeah. <laughs> loops, I mean, nothing ain't wrong with them. Like people think, always think I'd be criticizing about people or like down talking on people who use loops. Bro, all my partners use loops. I ain't down talking on nothing. I'm just saying, what I be saying is I don't, I prefer not to use loops because I got so many beats with loops and none, mm. of, none of them place. Really? Except for probably like two, maybe two. Mm. High tech tech. And how to take it was a loop, but I still had to cut it and make my own loop from the loop. <laughs> so it was I was sampling the loop basically. But how to take it? Um, my brothers, that's it. Them the only, my brothers from the dirt. Them the only loops that we used. Other than that, everything was played out. Okay. Oh, and never. I mean, never stop. You could say that was the loop, but we made that and then imported it. So <laughs> I won't really count that. Yeah. Uh, when you're working in a studio with an artist and they're rapping over your beats, are you very hands-on or you kind of just let them do that? Nah, I let them. I'm hands-on, but I let them do that. I'm, well, it depends. All right, so they could be doing them and I can like it. Now, if they just doing them and I don't like it, I let them do them until they stop. And then I go back and tell them, like, we're going to take this out, re-say this, or I move the vocals, make a whole new flow. Like mm -hmm. some people, like some artists, I give them they flow without even them having to say that flow. They yeah. make a whole new flow. Mm -hmm. I got a new song that I'm about to drop. Well, not, well, it's really a whole project, but one of them is I made a whole new flow on that, so. Oh, yeah? I know everybody about to try to do this flow. 
it's um it's with one of my artists, so hmm. it's gonna be dropping soon. Yeah. And you don't smoke or drink, right? No, nah, I don't smoke or drink. Hmm. Did you ever try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to drink. I don't me and DY, DY Crazy, we was in London. We never drunk before ever. So <laughs> he drunk it. We I said if he take a shot, I'm gonna take a shot, because I didn't think he was gonna take a shot. <laughs> so we just we just at the Airbnb in London. Um, he took a shot. I said, "Oh man, I took a shot. I couldn't do it. I threw up before he even reached my stomach." Really? Yeah. <laughs> he took it like a G. I couldn't do it. It was nasty. I don't even know how people drink. It's just like poison. Uh, yeah, I ain't doing that no more. So that ain't for you at all. Yeah, but smoking like I just don't smoking. It got boring. Yeah. Plus, it tastes nasty. So I just don't smoke no more. Hmm. Yeah. What was that trip out to London like? I know you was out there with 808, right? I was. I went out to London like five times last year. Oh, yeah? Year. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was out there with um, the whole gang was out there. Then I started going out there by myself. Hmm. With, um, I was working with M. Huncho and IMDDB, really just both of them. So I was just locking in with them. Then M. Huncho, he already knew niggas that I already knew from out there hmm. that, that, that lived in America. So my niggas was out there and they were fucking with him. So then I was like, shit, I'm already plugged in out here. So I just started going out there more. I love London though. Yeah. It's lit. What are the vibes like out there? Um, it's gloomy almost every day. And it rained a lot. I mean, it looked depressing, but it ain't. It's like it feel like old times. Like it feel like you going back <laughs> in time. Every time we go out there, I say that, but I love the food too, like Jamaican food. They got the real Jamaican food. Okay, yeah. All the Jamaicans out there, so the vibe out there, like, I like it. It's, it's just a little gloomy. That's it. Yeah. So how'd you first link up with Casino? Um, Casino, so, you know, I was, um, shit, my boys and them pulled up to the spot, you know, to do some business shit. And I was, he had a studio in that bit, and I was just making beats. Hmm. I got down. Shit, and they be making beats while they were doing their bidding in the casino. He, I think I started coming there like every day. Ever since the first day I went, I started going there every huh. day. And um, he was like, man, this shit hard. And probably like a week later, he introduced me to Future. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that first session with Future? Yeah, I was asleep. <laughs> I tell this story so I was asleep. And, um, I was asleep. I was knocked out. We was at 11th Street at the time. I was sleep knocked out. Um, I, I think he already, he thought I was somebody else, so he tried to dap me up. I just woke up, just dap me up shit. And we did like, we did like two songs that night, hmm. the night we met. He was like, who beats these and what he want for hard? And see, you know, and then here, it was like, it was cool though. Hmm. Shit. I ain't never like, I don't think I ever had bro no picture in that. No. And <laughs> yeah, I don't like that ain't me that like some groovy shit. How long after that first session did you sign with uh free bands? Maybe like seven months. Maybe like it was a minute. No, it was probably like no, after that first it was probably like seven months. Probably cause it was around my birthday. I remember um future seeing me in LA. But he didn't know I was out there. I ain't even, I think I knew he was out there, but I was out there with my other folks. So I had a Bentley truck. I ended up getting a Bentley truck somehow. I don't even remember. <laughs> now I think it was, um, I think it was, 
G Herbo had rented a Bentley truck out there because I was staying at their house with the whole gang in there. Mm. So I pulled up on him in it. And he was like, what the fuck? How the hell you get out of here? And he, was, he was like, man, you want to sign? <laughs> I'm like, shit, I'm waiting on you. So it happened like that. Uh, you still sign with them now? Um, yeah, you can. I mean, you can say that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you just got your first gold single. Yeah, I just got my first gold single, man. Shout out Pluto. Shout out goddamn Travis Scott. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I congratulated myself for that. That was my first gold single. Then I'm going for, you know, I need me a hit, real platinum. Yeah, what, was your, what was your reaction when you first saw it was going gold? Shit, I was like, see, I got my first gold. I don't call all my partners, but I got my first gold, <laughs> gold single. Cause me and Tim, we were just, me, Tim, and DY, we were just talking about this shit. And I was just talking to Southside about it. Like a month and a half ago, I was like, man, I ain't got no hits yet, no gold singles and no platinum singles yet. And that shit just came. I was like, I'm proud of myself. Huh. Hey, yeah, so I'm working towards next. Next one's the next one. Yeah. And uh, you got a few songs on Future's High Off Life album, and that went gold in 30 minutes after. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Yeah, we went, that shit went gold so fast. <laughs> All right. See, that's a world record. It's got to be. I've never heard of that. That's before. a world record right there. <laughs> So that's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that printed out somehow. Put it my gold in 30 minutes. Put on the wall. Yeah, yeah that's fine right there. I love that. Do you have a personal favorite song that you done with Future that's been released? I know you that don't. has been released. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch that haven't um, been released. My favorite is probably no nowhere. Can't let you go. No, yeah, nowhere. I don't know. We got some hard. I, it's probably nowhere Rider Strikers. Okay. Out of those. Yeah. Both of them yeah. hard. All right. So you're rapping now, too. How long have you been rapping? Um, probably like seven months. That's it? You're getting an artist mode. But like, of course, it's the music there, but it's trying to just keep working and just going hard. So that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to. I'm gonna be the biggest thing out to so I ain't gonna stress it. What it motivated you to start rapping too? I've been rapping, but I wasn't recording. I was focusing on beats. You know, I had to get my money up. Hmm. See, now the money up, it's time to go get some more money. I want the real checks. Nigga ain't producers we don't get show money like artists do. Cause we really make more money than the artists. But that's what the artists always say say. They be like, man, y'all make more money than us. <laughs> no, y'all do shows, we don't. Yeah. So I want to go, go do some shows and see, you know, put on the show for all my fans to go crazy. Hmm. Have, just have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts on fans not giving a producer turned rapper a chance, but go crazy when a rapper starts producing? I feel like it's lame. Like, like I mean, because a, a producer can start rapping. And then they'll put out, everybody's going to be like, oh, that's bro. We ain't going to listen to it. For a rapper star, they find out a rapper made the beat, they going to love it. Yeah. I don't think it's fair. I think they need to. But sometimes it's about the eyes that see in it, too. Maybe the fans they see in it. Hmm. 
because artists know how to promote that shit already. Producers, they're starting to rap. They're learning how to promote it. So it's about the eyes to see it. So I think everybody get a fair chance as long as they do it right. Yeah. I'm going to do it right for sure. You think people are taking you serious as a rapper yet? Um, even though people say I'm consistent, I feel like I'm not consistent enough, so I got to go harder. Hmm. So they may do take me serious as artists. Maybe they don't. I wouldn't know until a year later. I'm just keep going, keep going hard. Yeah. yeah. Do you like to rap over your own beats or other producers' beats? Um. Honestly, if the beat sounds good, I'm rap on it. Rather, if it's other producer, my beat. Hmm. So if it sounds good, I'm rap on it. Cause it's more. It ain't about rapping to me. It's about the art in it. So I like making music more yeah. than just rapping. So it's just music all together. Make the best song that it can be. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're cooking up a beat, do you say to yourself, oh, I'm keeping this one? <laughs> I do say that, and I never keep it. I get it to an artist. But sometimes, like, so say if, say if an artist just went through a pack of beats, and there's some hard shit in there, and I put it in again, he go skip the same beat, I'm going to rap on it. Okay. For sure. <laughs> and I, even though I rapped on it, I still get to the artist if they do it. But if they end up not doing it, I'm just drop the song probably. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of songs like that. What's going to be your next project as a rapper? As an artist, um, I'm going to drop one this year for sure. I'm going to drop one more. I'm thinking about dropping one or two more, but I'm working on the, I'm working on like five projects right now. Oh, solo shit. projects. Not with me as an artist, but like, I mean, of course, I'm always an artist as a producer, but just Projects like with me in the certain arts, okay. like five on something, just drop all, trying to drop all these this year. If not, I know I'm gonna drop like three this year for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Can you reveal any of those artists that you got projects coming up with? Yeah. Got a whole project with Casino, Famous Ocean, Guap, Tarantino. Oh, shit. And I'm about to do one with Cowboy. Hmm. Yeah, so the fifth one, she a secret. She hard though. <laughs> I gotta keep that one a secret. She already lit. So. But that one gonna be dropping for sure. Yeah. So you mentioned a lot of Chicago rappers. You a big fan of Chicago rap? Um. Yeah, I listened to a lot of real music growing up too. Like Sosa when he first came out, he made every teenager feel like they they just on some gang shit. Yeah. <laughs> Like on some grown man shit, so. But I, I, I just know a lot of Chicago niggas. I'm just cool with them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I know that you're a father. What has being a father taught you about life? Um, teach me how to respect women a little more. Uh, you know, show my son that, you know, growing up, my son growing up, he just got to, you know, do the right thing. Don't be too influenced by the wrong thing. You know, just trying to keep him from the mistakes I made, even though he going to want to learn on his own, because there's every kid. Yeah. You know, just doing the right thing, staying out of trouble. Yeah. And you got your own label, right? Yeah. Um, Wicked Money Family. We got like about 10 artists on there. 10 artists? I ain't gonna, I'm gonna say ten, but I know it's a little, maybe like eight or nine. But I'm just say ten. Say hmm. that. 
everybody power. You got Young Screw, you got Newt, you got VJ, Leon, Coco Beans. It's like it's really a list. I'm a, but the website almost done. So hmm. it'll be wickedmoneyfamily.com. So it's gonna be lit. Where are you finding these artists from? These people you grew up with or um screw. I grew up with him and like, you know, I fuck with Indianapolis and shit. So my nap time niggas and shit. Okay. For sure. Fake love, can you keep it real? If you got a problem with me, tell me how you feel. I fight with depression, I'm on alone. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba.